This is Jan Cox Talk number 2586, recorded October 2nd, 2000. I was going to go back to the, pick up the story of Narcissus and Echo, but there are too many good things in the everyday news. And one spurs me to go ahead and bring this up. I'm going to give you a fact that at the level at which conscious thought takes place, there is nothing to be done to improve same. And particularly by the thought already there. Now, if you hear that in a certain way, it could sound as though it is in counter-distinction to something I have verbally laid on in the past, not very recently, but the fact that it's a matter of scale and that for a while I was using a map and urging people not to look at things at a local level, that that is what thought, as it naturally appears in one's head, in one's brain, does is look at a local at a things at a local level at a very personal level it is why one's sense of oneself why i seems to be at the center of everything i think i believe i feel and surely by now anybody that's still listening to this and showing up has your own understanding of the fact that you are i'll put it nicely you are limited and i'll put it more directly you're dumbfounded you're idiotized if you continue to look at anything at that level. Because a man who has any potential to ever understand anything, surely on his own, would at least get to the level of some sort of, maybe we say, enlightened frustration and realize that no matter what he thinks, it doesn't do him a damn bit of good. That no matter how many books he reads about how to improve one's state of consciousness, blah, blah, it does him no good. And if he believes otherwise, then he is indeed a dilettante. He simply has a hobby. He has an intellectual distraction. Because you cannot look at things at the local level. That is at the level that you immediately hear about them. That you hear some new religious idea, some apparent new subject of discussion in the world of economics and politics, art whatever it is, whatever your immediate reaction to it is, then that is you thinking at your natural or at a local level. And every human on the planet right now, we have approximately 6 billion local levels. And I point out that you have to be able to get away from that. And just to use words in their most readily available and contrasting form, I said that you need to look at things universally to at least get away from that view and take a larger view. Now, I got no one for you, which I've just described when I opened up. And it, another version of it is the bigger, the dumber. And the smaller, the sharper. It's the same thing. It just sounds to be the opposite. But if you take things to be, if you take things at the surface, then they are absolutely inexplicable. And if you think otherwise, then you are an idiot. And when I said the local news, there was one today that I couldn't resist. A leader of a certain country, a tyrannical leader by all reputes, uh, had his picture made and announced that he had their holy book 
their particular religion, he had a copy written out by hand in his blood. And of course, the unsaid part, or he may have said it to the local press, but the unsaid part was what a true believer he was, what a decent man, what a religious man, what a spiritual man, what a metaphysical man, how devoted he is to their God, to their spiritual cause. And we'll assume, especially since he has a tyrannical hand, but we'll assume that there was much applause, that the people of his fine country find great favor with a man who would go to this trouble. I know some other news dispatches. <laughs> some smart-ass Western reporter did point out that this particular leader did not reveal how much blood he had actually given throughout the last, I think it took two or three years, supposedly, to compile. Yes, nobody wanted to go into that. From all sorts of outside views, get away from that particular locale and a rational just an ordinary mind, not an enlightened person, but just an ordinary mind could, and I'm sure all over the world, looked at that, that story and went, holy mother of God, what kind of idiots are running the world? To look, and there's the man controlling the fate of I don't know how many hundreds of millions of people. And not a poor country, not a third world backward country, a place where they have suit and ties and Actually, with knives and forks, I think. You could look at that. You could have a mind, an intelligent, sophisticated mind. You could be a leader of another country, as a matter of fact. And look at that and think, my God, no wonder he is such an outcast to these people from the so-called worldwide political community. The man is a he's stark raving bonkers. Well, get ready. Here we go again. Back to that one that none of you seem to, I fear that no one ever gets enough out of. Because if you did, I'd surely never see you again. And it says, you, you do understand the setup. I am simply pointing out that which I am sure has happened and would be expected from any rational view. And I say rational based upon Six billion people, whatever the rest of the people on this planet would say is a rational, reasonable view, I accept it. But you do know that anyone not specifically and directly and locally involved with this particular episode of this man having their Vedi Mecham written in his blood and then stand there and pose with a book and wait for the adulation, the approval, that anyone outside that local scene would look at that and say the man is out of his damn mind. The country must be out of their mind. The people who stand there and applaud or will put up with that, the whole group of them are insane. But especially him. Do you know he could be doing that just to piss everybody off? <laughs> just to annoy people like I've just described? And I'm not surprised I got a chuckle, but do you realize what I'm back to? I know of no greater example of what so-called, what the problem is with people who are interested in all of us who are wired up to have a natural interest in such as this. How far removed thought is from realizing what 
is bothering it. And my primo, my primo example again is this. Do you realize that everybody on this planet could be awake but you? I could tell that to an ordinary man. Somebody interested in such as this even. I guess that would be the best. I could tell it to anyone. I could tell it to any of the other six billion sane, ordinary people on this planet. Explain to them roughly that this kind of activity, if people believe that you can produce or achieve some other state of mind wherein your view of life, your comprehension of life, what you feel about life is so far removed from what it ordinarily is with ordinary people. That indeed it has been historically for many thousands of years limbed as being the difference between being asleep while standing up with your eyes open and then actually waking up. Those kinds are being in the dark, living in the dark or living in the light. So if I could get just an ordinary man, an ordinary sane man, enough that he went, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, I can understand what they think they is saying. And then I point out to him, I said, well, there's a lot of people that believe that it's only them. A few of them here and there are awake. But do you realize that such a person could have it backwards? And that the reason that the other six billion have no interest in this sort of activity is that the rest of them are fucking awake. And only you, sir, are not. And I say, sir, say it to yourself. I could be the only person. And of course, I've already admitted to you like everything else. I saw it, this whole thing with me. It wasn't I looked around at, at life. It struck me a long time ago. One of the great ones is why I keep bringing it up. One of the great useful ones. That as much as at the time that I understood the distinction of how locally, how one-sided, how incorrectly, or how foolishly was the general view of this or that matter, and that perhaps even back then I didn't think that I was wide awake or that I was enlightened, but I just realized after all this struggle, and perhaps just because of the way that I seemed to have been wired up my interest, I could look at things that everyone else took their explanations to be definitive and look at it and realize that's foolish. It's simply not true. I can't prove it. I, I wouldn't try to prove it. I simply see that their view is so parochial as to not even constitute an intelligent view of things. And then one day it hit me. And it simultaneously was kind of funny because I did think, wait a minute. The whole rest of the world, every goddamn one of them could be wide awake right this minute. And for some reason, God knows why, but I found it funny. And for some reason, I have been singled out. I'm the only person not awake. And the rest of them know it. It's just a joke. <laughs> and I'm the butt of the joke. As I started to say, to a man interested in this, if not an ordinary person, but an ordinary person, let's go with that for a minute, they could say, well, both of them could say, well, that's not possible. And I could say, wait. Now, you tell me that's not literally possible, and if a man has any intelligence, he will have to admit that, yes, you're correct, that is literally possible. Everybody on this planet Whatever being awake and fully enlightened means. The secret of life. Every other human on this planet right this second. And ever since I've been born. Ever since I've been here. Every other human on this planet may know. There may be whatever it is. Fully awake, enlightened, and know exactly the secret of life. And I'm the only one who does not. 
Is that possible? Yes. But notice your own thoughts, yours and anyone else's, your own thoughts, want to stiff arm it, want to ignore it, and would say, no, it's not possible. And if I insist, and I said, no, wait a minute. It is literally possible, is it not? Don't be stupid. Is it not literally possible? Any ordinary mind would say, well, yeah, but. And that's when they would miss it. They could. There was the chance to have your skull split open and you wake up. Because it is possible, and don't give me a bite. That is, don't listen to yourself go, you see, that's what should wake you up. Is if I took the time and I said, wait a minute. Don't reject that. Don't tell me that's not possible. Now think about it, sir or madam. It is possible that everyone on this planet is fully awake except me. Now don't tell me that's not possible. That's silly. It is possible. And they go, well, yeah, it's possible, but it's not possible. They missed it. What I'm talking about now is not even, it's not even relevant. Because they, done, they already missed the chance. Why? I assume you all hear it, I'm back on it again. I know that damn well you people and you out there on tape who've been around and still here after all this time, you must have some sense of what I'm saying. That your ordinary thoughts and anyone else's, any other ordinary person, if I said that everyone on this planet knows the secret of life, I could take it out of any even pseudo or apparent mystical context and just say, there is a secret, there's a knowledge of life that we don't have, right? And guys go, yeah. You know, nobody knows you know, where life came from or what. We don't know how we got here. We don't know what it is. Yeah, you're right. I said, there's some people who believe that you can know that. And if he went, well, that's a nice story, but that's hard to believe. And I said, all right, what if there's somebody who did know the secret? Just can you imagine that? And he goes, okay. I go, now how about this? What if that one guy had it backwards and that everybody else knew the secret and he didn't and him struggling for the secret was the proof that he didn't know it, that everybody else did because nobody else was struggling for it. He would say, I'm struggling to know the secret of life. And everybody looked at him like, oh, are you crazy? Why'd they do that? It could be that they already knew it. And by now the man's thoughts and yours at the ordinary level will go, no, no, that's not possible. Except when you're faced with it, you know damn well it is literally possible. There's not one thing that I've said that is not possible in the world of thought. And yet your thoughts will immediately go, but your thoughts will admit that, yeah, literally, that is possible, but it will not let it go. Why? There's the secret to everything. Why will not thoughts? This has nothing to do with your intelligence. It has nothing to do really with any of this. This is just, you know, this is just clothes. This is just wardrobe on an imaginary, on some invisible man. There is everything that you want to know. Is why will thoughts go, all right, it's possible. And I still say this is the best example, whether you agree or not. I like the one of the Koran written in blood. But the real one, the wider one is that everyone else could be fully, completely developed and as conscious as is humanly possible and those struggling to be more conscious. The few that there are, they're the ones that are truly the anomalies, but in a negative sense, that they do not know what's going on and everyone else does. 
And it's this whole thing about all these methods and schools to awaken and achieve enlightenment. It's really sort of sad that they were like field hospitals for a, for a few of the wounded, that you were born wounded. Except we all know this. And as always, I, I don't attribute even to any of you people any so-called vanity with this. But from any view, once you have had any sort of experience, you know, the so-called experiences of being awake or just being more clear-headed than you were normally when you started, there is no doubt that during those periods or when you're at your best, you can look upon anything. And you have a better, a clearer view, and you can't explain it, you wouldn't try, than the rest of the world. Than the people involved with it. The people promoting some cause. The people who are considered to be experts in the field. And of course, as always, I'm speaking about experts in the secondary world. Experts in strictly man-made, mentally supported activities. Then you know damn well that you see it better. Clear whatever words you like than the rest of the world. There's no doubt about it. And yet, you still cannot deny the fact, unless you're just going to fall back fast into a ditch right up immediately, you cannot deny the fact that it could be the other way around. Just as simple as hell. And if your thoughts won't see that, your thoughts are stuck. And of course, I was talking to a public crowd, I could make it sound even more damaging like, boy, you're done for. Why cannot thoughts... How about thoughts can imagine? Somebody can say, uh, God came to me last night, or my dead mother came in the room and sat on my bed and talked to me. And people that pass for being sane and ordinary, the world's full of them. Could be some of your family. You know, I'm not being sarcastic other than theatrically. And people's thoughts, ordinary people... We'll go, huh, as far as the news, it was yesterday in the last day or so, you know, one of the leading religions on our planet had decided through all these kind of tests and investigations, had a whole list of people that now have been declared saints, that has been declared more than human. Now, if they're dead, of course, and <laughs> won't give any trouble and embarrass. Now, they caught on very quickly, in case you don't know, most religions, long time ago, You'd have to trust me, it's one of my histories, that they were bestowing sainthood, holyhood, on people who are still alive. And they got over that real quickly. Because that can be quite embarrassing. But once they're dead, you can attribute anything to a man. <laughs> but at any rate, ordinary, ordinary sane people, people with damn high school educations and jobs and good haircuts, you can tell them. My dead mother came in the room. In fact, she comes in every Thursday. And she sits on my bed and she gives me advice on how to live. And the world's full of people that go, God, that must be great. And that's, that's something. So you can say, people, little green people from a faraway galaxy laying in my backyard and try and dance with me. And all kinds of stuff. People go, Wow. All right, all of that, then you tell thoughts. You tell another human, you, and of course you're addressing his thoughts. That's all they can listen with. We're not hitting on somebody. We're talking to them. 
So you address their thoughts and you say, do you realize that everything that you believe to be true and correct could be wrong? Everything, everything. And it could change that every time yours changes, the rest, the, the whole thing changes. So that everything you believe to be true is always untrue. Even if it was true right now. <laughs> and thoughts will go, yeah, that's crazy. And it will believe that it talked to its dead mother. Or that's being visited by little green people. And you tell the thoughts that and they go, no. And there's your answer. There's what being awake is. That's what the desire is. That's all it is. Not say it's all it is. But what I mean is, that's all there is <coughs> to it. What I was saying about the larger, the dumber. Let's go back to that example. Of this autocrat having a holy book written in his blood. Or anything. Making people saints. Almost anything in the secondary world. You can look at it, and again, I say you, an ordinary person, if they are not locally involved, somebody outside this country, outside that particular religion, perhaps, another sane person, hear about well, so-and-so had their holy book written in blood. And for everybody who is not locally involved with that, anyone who does not feel their eye at the center of the controversy or the center of the matter, they're not taking it personally. Their thoughts do not take it personally. Then such a person's attitude, their thoughts would be, well, that's crazy. It makes no sense. I don't see the point in it. So all I can do is dismiss it as meaningless. Or exemplary of their mass insanity. You're looking at it on too large a level. If you look at it on a smaller level, if you take it down, as I have tried to off and on encourage for the last couple of years, Again, if you take it down to the cellular level, and I know you can't picture it other than going back to the little squares from your time life book with little stick arms and legs. There's nothing you can do with it, which is another dead giveaway. Maybe harder to grasp. But if you try and consider the fact, try and picture the fact. There's no words for this, but try and picture Figuratively speaking, the fact, the fact, the undeniable fact, well, not my theory, but the undeniable fact that whatever you think operates from the same level in the same way that whatever sugars you process. It is cellular activity in certain areas of the brain, without any doubt, are responsible. There's no question. For anything you think. I don't care whether you're thinking about what the point spread is going to be if the World Series ends up between uh, the Yankees and the Braves again, or whether your thoughts are on dear, now saint, so-and-so. If it's on God, it's on your dead mother. The thoughts are the result of cellular activity in your brain. I mean, it's no doubt. There's no question. It's just, again, as I was going to point out, not to dwell on it because you can't dwell on it. You slip off. But I was going to point out the fact that you can't remember that. 
the fact that no one's thoughts can, quote, remember that, what else do you need to know? Because I assume that, well, I safely assume all of you do know that what I said is literally true. It is cellular activity. No doubt, no question. All you got to do is get in there and muck about or have an accident happen or you could willfully start interfering, damaging cells. You could start one by one. They got the ability. Now we've got the technology. You could start one by one. And you'd be trying to think of something about how much you love Jesus, how much you believe in the Old Testament, how much you, how much your reputation means to you, anything. And they could start one by one, sticking in electrodes and get down. Somebody wanted to spend that much time and begin cell by cell. And finally, they would hit the right ones or enough cumulatively that what you were thinking would cease. It would start to become distorted. It could turn backwards. I mean, there's no doubt. Do it enough. Kill enough cells there. And once you found the area, and you would no longer ever think that again. You would no longer love Jesus. You would no longer miss your mother. You would no longer have any interest in your reputation. That's a known fact. It's my own question. Everything you think, including what's going on now, including what's going on in my head, that is laughingly to say behind what I'm saying. I said laughingly. It is cellular activity. So, when you condemn, when your mind says, well, anybody who uh, would have their a book written in their blood and then think it was some sort of, would be of some benefit to them, if they actually believe that, they are insane. Or you could say, well, anybody who believes that their dead mother talks to them is crazy. Or you could say anyone who believes that there is an inverted anthropomorphic figure somewhere, a god, somebody that talks to people. Anybody that believes that, they're crazy. I mean, they're insane. I don't know what else to say except for this. Remember who's saying that. You're not saying that. There is cellular activity in your brain saying that, and it is responding to cellular activity that is taking place in other people's brains that cause them to say that. And your cells are first cousins with everyone else's cells. And I'm saying that combined, all of the cellular activity that makes up collective human consciousness, the way I normally put it is, quote, knows full well what's going on. If you can follow, or if you're following what I'm saying tonight, there's another way to look at it. They do not know what's going on, is, and that's why what's going on is going on. Because they're looking. They are searching for their own genesis. They're searching to understand themselves, which I say is a more efficient way. It's a harder way, but it's more efficient than taking my kind of descriptions that the whole idea of trying to wake up, the whole hunger for it, is the mind attempting to comprehend itself. Or... I like it a little, bit, a little bit better, it's a bit more specific, to skip the mind thing and say it's thoughts attempting to comprehend their own nature, their own origin. Why, as I say, I find it reflective and indicative now that in the cognitive neurosciences, the most popular subject, or one of the most, is them now dismissing the idea, or dismissing it as inoperative, unenlightening, Ideas of there being a subconscious staging area or a pre-conscious staging area for conscious thought. I mean, there's still no doubt that below the conscious level, we're constantly getting information. It's the information that keeps us alive. It's not these damn penny-ante thoughts. 
But that they have given up the idea, or seem to, or at least faced up to the fact that the idea of a subconscious or a preconscious staging area answers nothing. And so, at any rate, they're sort of full face back on the question, then what is? What is the origin? What is behind conscious thought? How does it suddenly appear in the brain? What kind of cellular activity that we can't piece together? What kind of area of the brain that we cannot locate or some combination that is the actual progenitor of conscious thought? Let me repeat my opening volley. At the level at which conscious thought occurs, there is nothing that can be done to improve. Same. Uh, I considered improve, I assume you people have taken the fullest sense. I started to say affect, but it's really improve. So, salubriously alter. There is no way that thoughts at the level at which conscious thought takes place. It just naturally occurs in everyone. There's nothing at that level. Now, this is not the way mystics and people look at it, but there's nothing that thought can do about itself at that level. Now, ordinary people would not take it that way. That's not the way they would think about it. And for them, I would have probably said, first off, there's nothing you can do about thought at that level. And then ordinary people or would-be mystics might go, oh, well, I'll consider that, or at least it made sense. No, it made more sense the other way. It made more precise sense. But there is nothing at the level at which conscious thought occurs that conscious thought can have any effect on itself. Why is that not obvious? How can it not be obvious? And I repeat again, I don't, I can't imagine any of the same majority of the six billion people on this planet, if they were listening to us for a minute, wouldn't they say that? They'd go, you're right. You're right. There's no doubt about that. That at its own level. But then the question is, well, how come that doesn't blow your brains out? How come that does not clear out your head and you wake up even though you don't know what the hell it is? And you How come that does not destroy all local thinking? Why does that not destroy you know, what the mystics call the state of sleep? if you realize, all right, there's nothing can be done at that level. Thoughts are not going to change themselves. You know, the brain did not learn how to speak. The brain, what are the cells going to do? What are they trying to do? And why is it that a man cannot remember? Well, I'm not trying to figure this out. Where is my eye? What I mean, I am trying to figure, I am very interested in this question. I am extremely interested. Really? Well, I can satisfy it if you'll take your eye and lay it out here on the table, or just, well, if you just sit in this chair, and let me talk to it less than a minute. Just, if you'll set it out here, I will explain it to your eye's satisfaction in less than a minute. Less than 30 seconds. By God, how's that? I'll up the stakes. Plus, I'll give you green stamps. I'll give you some... Frequent flyer miles. If a man knew anything, would have finally hit him, he'd think, well, should I'd been awake if there was anything in me. You know. But now, back to what I was going to point to. If you would try and consider, it doesn't matter how insane it may appear like the book, the holy book written in blood, anything. 
that your thoughts, and it varies from person to person, of course, but the kind of thing that you can hear going on, whether it be a worldwide press-making event or just something that you hear about from gossip, you observe taking place in life. If your thoughts, immediate reaction to it is negative, critical. You know, this is crazy. It's inexplicable. You know, it's frightening. It's so dumb. It's just inexplicable. You're wrong. It is very explicable. In a loose sense of the word, because at the cellular level, the cells in some other person's brain, and again, as always, I'm assuming it's just a run-of-the-mill person, not someone with actual physical damage, neural damage. Right? So any religious leader, any politician, but religion just an easy one to pick on, or a guy that believes that he is being visited by people, little green men. And other than that, he, he holds down a job. He's a respected member of the community. Whatever it is. And you hear that your thoughts hear some idea. And your thoughts just absolutely dismiss it. That there's no other explanation other than insanity. They're crazy. That person is totally out of touch with reality. That person's not out of touch with anything. That person's not saying that. That person doesn't believe that. It's cellular activity in their brain saying that. And it, I'm about to say at that level, the cells must know that they don't know for sure. <clears throat> I, I keep saying that for a reason. You understand, <coughs> no one can say that. Or I shouldn't appear to know that I can say that. But at our level of using the collective molecular activity, cellular activity in our brain, assuming that when I say we, that we are ordinary people, then at that level, your thoughts cannot seem to pinpoint. Your thoughts cannot say with anything resembling certainty because it can't even remember, but cannot begin to say and interpret what is happening at the cellular level. I mean, you can sit there and try I've tried it many a time. Of course, I don't mean that I'm trying to discourage you. If you can do it, by God, let me know about it. But you can sit there and try. Sit there and being fully aware that right now, whatever it is I'm thinking, there is no doubt, however it is you picture it, but there is no doubt, there is no I, there is no I in that thinking this. It is cellular activity right now going on my brain. It's a flowing elb of potassium and it's electrons jumping around, and it's uh, chemicals flowing about, and there's chemical, there's molecular, cellular activity growing in my brain right now, and it ends up in what I call my thoughts. I'm not thinking this. The thoughts are there, but the thoughts are nothing but the result of cellular activity in my brain. My thoughts about somebody else's thoughts is nothing but cellular activity in my brain reacting to cellular activity in their brain. And do I know what it is in mine? No. I mean, I know the thoughts, but you do not know the source of it. You don't even know the purpose of it. And as far as I feel qualified to put in the words, as I say, it is obviously, or I say obviously, it is the cells attempting to understand their own origin, slice, understand their own responsibility, because that's exactly what we're trying to do 
people, when I say we, people who believe that they're attempting to awaken, that's what you're doing. The whole world's doing it. People are doing it in a very crude fashion through religion, through interest in politics. But not enough to make a dent in the problem. It's almost impossible to make a dent in the problem, to make any headway on the challenge. Because if you could, then as soon as you realize the fact, the undeniable fact, that whatever it is I call my thoughts right now, at any time, but right now, is simply cellular activity in my brain. That's all I am. I mean, I am my body. But humans know that a human is not a human. Without that sense of I, without thought going on, you're simply a large banana, a zucchini. You're not a human. But still the apparent person, the quote person, cannot remember that I am not a person thinking this. I'm not a person having this sensation right now of me. It is nothing more than cellular activity. The fact that you cannot remember that is the fact from our view that the cells either cannot remember that, the cells involved, or they do not want to remember it. But I've always held out a third one possibility. You could have done it yourself. They don't want to. They do not find it beneficial. They do not find it profitable. Because I was going to insinuate something worse, and I think I will anyway. They don't want to. I didn't put in the proper sneer. I still like that. Consider it for a moment. I'm insinuating there could be some nefarious motivation on their part. Something dark and sinister. How come if my thoughts, and if my thoughts, I'm speaking generically for anybody, if my thoughts are fairly reasonable, sometimes intelligent and enlightening, and there's no doubt that all my thoughts are as a result that reaches what my thoughts call the conscious level of thought, which thoughts named it that, we didn't find that written down on a piece of paper under a rock. You know, Cain or Abel or Adam, once they got out of the garden and the thing started talking to them, not God, this, started talking to them, they did not stumble around and one day find a book or just a piece of paper folded up in a semi-auspicious location so that they would find it that says, what's going on in your head is thought. Anyway, God, that's good to know. Not hardly. Thought made up the idea. But then you're faced with this, that the cells themselves made up the idea. And you're faced with this. At least you get far enough that, all right, everything I know, everything I think, and again, with no vanity, we'll assume on your part, and you think, well, based upon my past experience, my thoughts are not bad. My thoughts can be very clear, precise, piercing, poignant, above, expansive above the norm. But in spite of all that, I'm still faced with this undeniable fact that it's still nothing more than cellular activity in parts of my brain. Not unlike cellular activity going on constantly in my liver, my colon, 
my stomach, my lungs, but it just happens to be in my brain. So, that cellular activity, without any doubt, still using thought, without any doubt, has got to be more intelligent than my best thoughts, because they are the father of my thoughts. So if they're smarter than I am at my best, even when I'm having my best thought, the most intelligent thought, the most enlightening, insightful thought I ever had, if it pales compared to the true author, the origins of that thought, which was a cellular activity, then think how much they must know, except for this. There's another way to look at it. Well, they must not know much of anything, or we wouldn't still be asking questions like this. And of course, by now, long before now, I've lost everybody else. But notice, and it's not because I'm super smart and they're dumb. Notice in yourself, the thoughts try to deal with that, and it's like it just disappears. Of course, that's not what happens. I give you people... I'll assume it operates this way. It just associates other things having to do with maybe that I've said or that you've read about being more awake. And so your thoughts trail off. You know, your dog runs out and chases these other more enlightened thoughts or promising thoughts. It's like believing the dog's going to catch up with a car and suck on the tailpipe. And some carbon monoxide is more beneficial than others. That is, well, at least if I'm thinking about. I didn't want to say that, by the way, because I was afraid somebody might take it personally. But I'm going to tell you, it was a cellular activity in my brain that made me do it. How about this? I don't know how any of you can deny this for the moment. Even if you don't really understand it, you just know it's true. If you could do nothing but keep your attention, keep your thoughts dwelling on the fact that your thoughts are nothing but the result of cellular activity in your brain, you'd really explode or you'd wake up. Whatever the hell that is. Even if you don't know what it is, trust me. You always ask me, have I lied to you? Have I said anything that you couldn't experience as being correct? I'm telling you, you could not do, you could not pursue just that one attempt you forget all kinds of mystical methods. It's just realizing, because you don't have to be a mystic, as I point out, six billion people, the other on this planet, all know, if they're just literate at all, they know that everything they think, whether they think that they're talking to God or their dead mother, or whether they think that if the Green Party ever gets in charge of Parliament again and the socialists are out, that we're done for, whatever it is you think, that you think that life sucks, that you think life is wonderful, whatever you think, everybody knows, we'll assume by now, that it is a result of nothing but what's well, the result of. They might want to argue but of, but it is a result of chemical cellular activity in your brain. And they go, yeah. So don't have to be a mystic. Don't have to take anybody's word for it other than scientists. But there's enough information, I assume, now that all the six billion people on the planet will go, yeah, there's no doubt that's true. It's just undeniable. So you start off with something that's undeniable, that is non-metaphysical, non-mystical, non-debatable. And then ask yourself, why cannot I, that is my thoughts, because that's all I is. Why cannot I slice my thoughts? Remember that one thing. 
Forget about remembering yourself, remembering the name of God, remembering some mantra, remembering some secret word. Why can't you remember that? Because I know why. You should too. You couldn't stay like you are. But there are all kinds of things before you get that, push it that far, that should be interesting. Which, of course, I mean is helpful and encouraging, but helpful. Let's consider all along the way other sub-questions of what possible, from your own view, don't just take what I say, what is the possible purpose? What is behind the cells in men's brains? Mine, it seems to be, you might say to yourself, uh, particularly intense in a certain way, but all over the planet. Why do people's cellular activity, blood and guts, and cells, I mean, they've got to be the poster boy of the rational. Because when they're not, you've got cancer. Cells do not turn on themselves under normal conditions. So cells are not going to engage in activity that is detrimental. So here you have people all over the world believing in guides and fairies and dead people walking. Just all kinds of things that from... Any tangible view, any reasonable view, by some other reasonable view, is insane. And yet the world is full of it, always has been. Then ask yourself, what is the cells in man's collective brain? What are they up to? What is driving them to, to persist in that which seems to have no reasonable, rational, tangible basis? Why won't they face up to that? Why wouldn't that cure the problem? Of course, then you're left with it. Maybe it's not a problem. And if it is, maybe they don't want to cure it. See, all you got to do is look off and think about it, and you're safe. Because you think, well, at least I'm thinking about it. No, you're not. You've got at least one rear wheel slid off in the mud, and it's just spinning you're hearing, the, you're hearing the engine run, maybe even hear the tire slapping around in the slop. There's a sensation of, well, at least there's some activity. At least I'm not just sitting here inert. I am not passively asleep. I am making effort. It's a sweet setup. <laughs> I slave. The end of my topic for the sermon, from one view, remember the bigger the dumber. That if you look at it on what appears to be its superficial physical view, rather than try to take it down if you're going to go that far to a cellular view, then what you see is always dumb. It's always begging, pleading for your own thoughts, critical reaction which you must know by now is an absolute waste of time. That concludes this talk. Be sure to visit us at jancox.com where you can search through 3,000 talks for topics of interest or just leave us a message.